Hello, this is episode 35. This is Jacqueline Sanders Blackman with One Slide at a Time. This slide in this episode, I promised as a continuation of episode 34 to talk about how to run a story writing workshop. And let me give you a little bit of context and then we'll jump right in. A user story workshop can be a half day, full day. It could be a multi-day event. User story workshops are sometimes embedded in what is known as Sprint Zero. That could be a planning sprint for a significant initiative or significant epic. Also, user story workshops can be a tool that is used simply because the team recognizes that the backlog is unhealthy and they need to all come together and swarm together, swarm like bees swarm uh, when they're building their nest, they're single-minded and focused uh, on one thing and because you all come together and do it as a team, you get a lot more done. Well, that's exactly what a user story workshop is all about. You might do it in the middle of, you know, a quarter where you've had a long period of time where it's just been heads down, build, build, build. And now you need to do a big replenish in order to continue through. So it could be planned. It could be a reaction because you just don't have enough healthy and ready stories for the team to, to pull in. So instead of the team, especially your engineers, pulling or trying to work from stories that are not refined and ready, we call a timeout, call an audible, call a timeout and say, hey, let's take next Thursday or let's take the last two days of the sprint or the last two days before we do planning to do a good hands-on, all hands on deck kind of replenish, okay? So that's what it is. That's when you might uh, do it. Um, you know, do it early, do it often. So what is it? So it's the bringing together, like I said, it's usually all hands, no one's exempt from the most technical person on the team, anyone that's considered a team member. And you might even bring in a couple of auxiliary team members. Um, my ideal vision of when we did user story workshops, when we were all working and co-located, was we'd get a big conference room and just take it over, and that would be a war room. And I dare say... When the day comes uh, where we do have the opportunity or the option to go back to the office, this would be the one event. And again, it, it can take on a team building kind of um, ambiance as well. But bring the whole team back in the office for a face-to-face -face for kind of a war room experience at least one time. But what that means is you have that room and everyone's co-located 
but well, they're all focused on the same feature or the same epic. So even hearing and overhearing conversations and banter um, that's going on in the room all helps kind of contribute to that common understanding with everyone on the team. Everyone has the opportunity to hear every conversation. No conversation is too technical or it's just the engineers only or just the product uh, developer um, or product um, owner, or product manager. You may have stakeholders stopping in and out uh, to address questions. So again, it's just kind of an all hands on deck opportunity. Now, let's first talk about leading up to the workshop. Here's some homework, and this is the key to accessible um, all hands on deck user story workshop. First of all, we need to know what is going to be our area of focus, which usually that is the product owner, the product manager, um, laying the foundation. So even going into this, they've already decided what is going to be the focus, and then they've done the legwork to bring forward the information and the detail to share with the team. Oftentimes, it might even kick off with the product manager, product owner, talking about what the whole vision, the whole purpose, the mission, really should be something that really excites the team. It's, it's presented in such a way that it's meant to kind of motivate them to kind of see the mission and know that this, this epic or this initiative, we're really trying to achieve something um, significant. Also, I've often seen and, and, and would highly recommend this, that during that, that time is on top of getting kind of the product manager kind of uh, insight perspective, bringing in the technical lead or the architect, whoever is helping create the, the vision for how the work is going to be done. Coming in and then laying some of the, the uh, groundwork there and some of the thought process about the approach. And optional as well is maybe someone that is the QA lead to talk about the strategy and the approach from a, a testing perspective and considerations. Now, once we know what it is that we're going to be focused on as a group, the next thing is kind of the, the splitting and breaking up and the whole idea of divide and conquer. So there will be a lot of breaking down of epics, possible themes or features, then from there breaking those into stories. Um, and then once we have the stories, then there's an opportunity for that first conversation. You guys may have heard me talk about the three C's, card, conversation, confirmation. So the, the first story is, it's still very raw, and we're just talking about the idea, the concept. At that point in time, the team will ask questions, clarify questions of the product manager, the product owner. The purpose of this is we're, we're not even nowhere near to estimating. These questions are so that you 
can the individuals uh, in this all hands event will eventually be given or will select stories that they'll be writing. So the clearer you are on the scope of what the story is, then you'll know what parts or pieces belong in the, the story. One of the, and this is one of the forewarnings, one of the biggest things when you put magic, when you're divide and conquering, is that, especially when it's seven people, is some duplication. You'll find a story that's grown overlapping with another story. But no fear, write it, write what you know, what your understanding is. We'll have another opportunity to reconcile any of that overlap. Now, you've had the opportunity, you know what it is, you've had this breaking up uh, exercise, the kind of organizing, and one of the most common and successful ways that I've seen that kind of um, dividing and conquering is through user story mapping. So remember that, user story mapping. There's information that you can Google and look into or at the same time, uh, I'll definitely be doing more on user story mapping in a whole episode, breakout episode of its own. But if you can't wait for, for that or you haven't gotten to it yet, um, in the description, also check the description of this um, episode and I'll share a very good link that I highly recommend. So you've done the breaking up, you've organizing that presented it in a, a story map and just kind of think of a story map as a decomposition diagram. Now you've gotten the information. The next step is to take the information and in the workshop environment kind of do breakout sessions. What I have found to be the most successful is one of two things. Either each individual even just goes up to the story map and starts picking and choosing, just kind of self-organizing and everyone can kind of negotiate with their other teammates who's going to take what stories. But it's kind of a, a, a pull instead of push. You don't tell this person you got story one or two, you got story three or four. It just kind of go and volunteer. I'll take this story. I'll take that story. Um, until what I like to do that first round, every we go through, everyone gets their first choice story. Then we go back around and do second choice stories. Um, and until we either pull all of the stories that are related to the MVP now, if it's not, um, if, if there's more stories still left over, we first have everybody do their two stories, then we make, then we go and take do our second go round, and they may pull additional. But nonetheless, either individually people can pull stories, everybody take two and work on their the stories, or if it's a new team and not everybody feels comfortable writing stories individually, then pairing. Pairing someone strong 
if someone not as, as much experience writing a story or if someone new with someone that's been there for a while or a contractor with a permanent. So, and again, oftentimes I'd leave this up to the team, kind of give them some guidance and suggestions on how they should pick their partner. You pick your partner and then you and your partner either go off and are responsible for two stories or and it could be four stories, depending on how many stories you really need to stop that backlog and without getting too far in advance. So you might do an hour breakout session. Everybody's working on the individual stories. And then you have a Kanban board where they can put things on the board when those stories are ready to be presented or ready for the team to review. This is where it helps to have um, a multi-day workshop. You can end the day with everyone trying to get at least their two stories or at least their first story on the board. Then giving that uh, the, the period for the team members to go in, read the stories posted, even post some questions to it right there in the, the review asynchronously and then giving the author or the facilitator um, the time to look at the questions, either address the questions uh, in the media that you're using. And again, I talk about this being physical in person with stickies, but the reality is, is there's some great collaboration tools. Miro is one, Parable is another. Um, where you can simulate the same idea, putting them out there. There's a shared uh, documents or where people can put comments. And then those stories that the facilitator slash author feel are ready and are, have enough information that they can be discussed as a team and then also ready with enough information that you can do an initial sizing. Then the team comes back together. Let's say this is on the second day. Stories that have questions that have been reconciled but still have enough information that they are ready to be presented to the team then what I've done is do, this is the round robin portion. We go person by person. Do you have a story that you're ready to present? They actually will read the story, read the acceptance criteria, and usually everybody is in the, the tool and looking at the item. And then we open it up for any type of questions or discussion. And what often happens, someone might the, the whole team is giving the author feedback in the form of, have you thought about this? Have you considered this? Did you remember this? Did you include this? And sometimes the discussion also sounds like, um, well, that's a duplicate of the story I wrote. Is that supposed to be included in yours or included in mine? Should we pull that out? Is that an enabler story? Another important thing, this whole round of feedback is an opportunity to talk about 
if we've got too much technical language inside the story. Um, is, it, is, it, is the story meeting the criteria of invest? These are all the things that, again, everybody has an opportunity to really kind of challenge the story, to, to, to provide or to have their concerns addressed. And oftentimes it's not in the necessarily in the workshop where we actually do a story point. All we're doing in the workshop is getting these stories to a ready state so that they can go to the planning session. They, they will be on the planning session's agenda for further story pointing, prioritizing, and then putting in the sprint. You can do it either way. But the idea is, is also there may be some stories as you all are talking, you realize that there's some significant missing information and you might need to spike the story. So one of the things, again, that, uh, I've talked about the time that you could do this is in your sprint zero. But once you start getting into your engineering sprints, one of the most important things is that you want to keep a cadence so that it doesn't always have to be everybody stop, drop everything, and let swarm. You want to make it where it's a maintainable cycle. So what I've done and have exercised and been very successful is using one hour every Tuesday and Thursday. The first Tuesday is when the presentation of what stories, the context around them by the product owner. By the second Tuesday, everybody has taken the stories that they volunteered to write and in those 24 hours between Tuesday and Thursday, they write the stories and then they make them available for their teammates to provide comments. At that Thursday meeting, that's when they present it to the, the team. If there's any spikes or feedback that following Tuesday, they work on them, resolve them, present again. And then that Thursday is either optional or that Thursday may lead straight into the planning session. And now you have ready stories that you can story point in the planning session. So that is our user workshop. It's about feedback, everybody providing um, insight, addressing their, their concerns, speaking from their different perspective, the testing perspective, the engineering, the design perspective, until you all are comfortable. The last thing that I would say is that you end the workshop by having everyone just simply do a fist to five on whether they feel that during the, the workshop time you all were able to accomplish what you had hoped to accomplish. And also, as a somewhat of a retrospective, what suggestions, recommendations does the team have to make the, the workshop approach better? So, you now know how to run a user story workshop. 
time, also look for uh, a, a sample agenda as our, our slide that we're focused on in, in the description section for some more of my comments. And when you have your first workshop, feel free to leave a message and let me know how it went. That's our episode for today. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.